Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, I am Trey Rowland and I am here with my companion Perry Costadakis and I am here for a Tomahawk Nation conversation with none other than Florida State's co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. He's been everywhere, he's done everything and we are lucky enough to speak with him today, Coach Randy Shannon. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great today. It's another day I can make a, a, a good things happen today, so I'm always excited. Well, that sounds good. And you've been making good things happen for the past three decades in the coaching circles. You've been head coach, defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Most recently, you got promoted to your new role with Florida State. You were a senior defensive analyst for the 2021 season. Now, there's a lot of titles going around in college football especially at the University of Florida. They got like a new title for every single coach they've ever had. I feel like they're inventing them every day. But senior defensive analyst for Florida State, what exactly were you doing last year for the Knowles coach? Uh, what were your tasks, duties, responsibilities, things like that? My task duties was to help the defensive coaches out in defensive uh, assistance, to breaking down film, okay. uh, self-scout, also uh, communicating with different coaches about certain things that I may see or something that we're doing too much of or too little of. And it was more of just giving suggestions, in my opinion, because most of the time, if you're just sitting down watching stuff, uh, you can see a lot. But actually, when you're coaching and working, you really don't see anything because you're working and trying to get things done. But when you're sitting around and you're watching things, you'll be able to see a lot of different things. And that was my role last year, just to help the team any way possible, any chance that we have to. Had you... Had you worked with anybody on Florida State's defensive coaching staff prior to last year? No one. <laughs> Believe it or not, no one. Uh, I recruited against Coach Hagens for many years. We played against each other. 
Uh, <laughs> but uh, played against Coach Novell uh, when he was the head coach at Memphis. Uh, but really, nobody, really, really haven't coached with anybody. And then what have you been your early impressions of the staff just through a whole year with them? Very, very enthusiastic staff. Uh, we get along great family. If you don't want to be a part of a family, don't come to Florida State. And I'm just being flat out and honest. Sure. And that's what they believe in. We, everybody's going to be on the same page. We're going to push the young men to be great. We're not just going to let them be mediocre on and off the field. But we're going to be there for them when they really need us. Need us, And that's going to be the biggest thing what we do here. How closely were you working with the game planning with uh, defensive coordinator Adam Fuller last year, Coach Shannon? Is that something you got involved with heavily? No, I just sat down in self-scout. Self-scout and also I looked at teams and uh, he would always say, hey, give me uh, what you think about the team. Their top runs, top passes, personnel. Uh, what did I thought? I thought their weaknesses were, what their strengths were. So really I give it those feedbacks and I would sit in meetings and sometimes they would ask me questions on what if or this. And uh, I was just a guy that has given an opinion of what's going on because I've always done like two, three games ahead of time. So I got a good feel for a team instead of just cramming in one day. Nice. I like that. So obviously a lot of input with all of your experience. Now you're going to be directly on the field coaching with Florida State's linebackers, a role that you've, I mean, you're a national championship winning linebacker yourself at the University of Miami. I won't emphasize that too much for our Florida State <laughs> listeners, but you, you've seen it all. Um, what was your assessment of Florida State's linebacker play in 2021? What do you think were the specific strengths and also some of the weaknesses of the players? You know, the biggest strength that that we have on just defensively is our defensive line. And um, our job at linebackers is to play off those guys. And those guys did a tremendous job of, of playing off those guys compared to what they had the year before. And we have to develop and get better. And this year we go out to be a linebacker crew that has to get better, like the defensive line has to get better. Our goals is never be to stay the same. It's to improve. Uh, and I tell each and every one of them, every day that you step on the field is your opportunity to get better. Now, if you give somebody else a chance to take that opportunity away from you, you made the mistake. Right. My job is to coach the best guys to be who they are. Uh, no personal feelings involved, but just be the best. And that's my job. And that's what I'm going to do. How would you describe like the play style of a Randy Shannon coached linebacker? Like, what are you looking for? What do you emphasize? And how do how does that mesh with what defensive coordinator Adam Fuller wants his own linebackers to do? Ideally, uh, uh, you know, a linebacker has to be the leader of the team. It's got to be the quarterback of the group. He's got to be a guy that's very calm, but also a guy that guys respect that they can look up to. You're able to be humble, but also you be able to say, "Hey, it was me. That was my mistake." But also, you got to be a guy that can communicate, a guy who can make sure guys be in the right spot, but also give the guy some love on the field when something happened bad. You got to be the guy that's going to communicate to him. So that's your job as a linebacker. Now, physically, everybody wants to four, 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 five guys, do the run, do those types of things. <laughs> but you know what? I want a guy like to have fun. I'm being honest. I'm, I'm, I'm fun. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes, but I'm going to get on you hard in the right way, but I'm going to have fun with it. And I think that the times that you don't have fun and enjoy what you're doing, enjoy playing linebacker, then don't be a part of it. We need some guys who are going to have fun, enjoy the game, enjoy what they're doing, but also be able to be coached in the right way where they can respond back, but also be able to tell me, hey, coach, now you said this last week. Why are you changing it this week? You have to give me some feedback. We're never perfect as coaches, but you got to be able to, as a coach, be able to get that feedback and don't have the players not be scared of you, but just respect what you are. 
Okay. Um, and the composition of that room right now, are you happy with the, the composition as far as the amount of players? Would you be looking to add more players in the transfer portal like you did with the former linebacker, you coach Tatum Bethune from Central Florida? We're always trying to get best players, best available right now. Right. Uh, right. We have a good, we got a good, unique group of guys in the room. Uh, we got eight linebackers. Uh, they all got, you know, some speed. They got some size. But now it's time for them to take that next step and show what they can be and show what they can do. And uh, they will. They will. I'm going to coach them the way they need to be done, and, yeah. and we're going to have fun at it. But like anything else, you're always looking to get better. I'm not going to sit up here and say, no, we're not looking for another linebacker. Right now, my job is to coach the guys that we have, and that's the only guys I can worry about. Until that other time comes, this is the group that we have, and uh, I'm going to coach them to be the best that they can be. That's awesome. That's a great answer. Now, there's been a lot of continuity from 2021 to 2022 as far as the coaching staff. However, in your position, you're taking over for former linebackers coach Chris Marv. Where are there any similarities in either your coaching style or the techniques that you're going to emphasize between you and coach Marv? Like what are the differences? And I guess the way that you both coach, if there are any. Is it, nobody's the same as a coach. Everybody's not right. Everybody's different. The way I style a coach, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to get after it a little bit. Coach Marv likes to get after it, but everybody does it in a different way. So I, I don't compare myself to anybody. I'm just going to be who I am as a coach, and I'm going to enjoy it. Where does that coaching philosophy come from? Is that informed by, like, your experience as a player? Is it from the coaches that you had yourself, the coaches that you've been around? No, just think about this as a player, right? Think about it as you're a player. You want a coach that's come in and it's always, woe is me. Uh, no enthusiasm, just to go through the motion and always grinding. Or you want a guy that's enthusiastic, that's going to have fun with you in practice to get you through, but also enjoy what you do. And um, I think that's the one thing that you do as a coach. You got to enjoy what you do, but give the emotion and enjoyment to the players. Let them have some fun. Let them know that when they make mistakes, it ain't bad, but now nah, don't make another mistake. And uh, those are things that you do. And and, um, and they get that way. And, and then you can enjoy it. That's why, you know, been doing it for a long time and i'll give you for instance right um everybody know who ray lewis is okay i'm gonna give you two stories ray lewis so ray lewis we was in he knew i played at miami and uh so he knew i had an interception for a touchdown who had interceptions and uh i said one game i said you know if you do this you watch this guy come across those guys just run to the dead area back 12 yards beat you get an interception yeah he said coach you really don't want me to do that i said yeah i'm telling you if you do that now you want to <laughs> So he scored with playing against the University of Pitt. He picked the ball off, scored a touchdown. He said, now, you know you open up a can of worms. I said, why? He said, coach, I'm going to shout all your records and everybody else. I said, you're not good enough yet. He said, watch, coach. But he did because that's me, you know, being challenging. Right. You know, get to that point and things like that. Now, as a coach, things that make me feel good about the way, I, the way we're coaching is last year, Jared Davis, who was at Detroit Lions, but now hit the New York Jets. He called me last year, summertime, and he said, Coach, I just been, I'm just going to play with the Jets. I said, Okay. He said, Coach, I lost it all. I said, What you mean you lost it all? He said, I'm not the same Jerry that I was in college when I was at Florida with you. I said, Okay. He said, I need to come out there and, and watch film with you, and we need to do some drills. Get me back. I said, I can't get you back. He said, No, Coach, I'm serious. I said, Okay. I said, When? He said, Tomorrow. I said, Wait a minute. So he drove down. He drove down, we watched film, and then we went on the football field. This was off season. It was just off season. And sure. we did some drill work and things like that. 
But that's the thing that makes you feel good as a coach, that somebody's been out of football, out of college football six years, that's still looking to want help from somebody that, that got them to that position. And that's what I am. I'm a helper. I'm a guy that wants to get things done. And I think that's the biggest thing that uh, stories that I've been through. Those are great stories. Um, so as far as the other role that you have, co-defensive coordinator, you've had pretty much every role imaginable in the coaching circle. Have you been a co-defensive coordinator before? Uh, I think I have. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been three decades. It's fine. The resume is too long. It's been a while, yeah. But, yeah. you know, my role, my, my, this is my role as co-defense coordinator. It's to assist Coach Fuller to be the best that we're going to be on the defense, but also being able to help the other coaches out. And uh, me and Coach Fuller got a great working relationship. Last year, we had an unbelievable relationship. Right. We sat down and talked football all the time. Sometimes we'll be in the meeting rooms. We talk about things on the football field. We'll talk about things. So it's one of those deals like it's, it's the best relationships that you can have because you're working with somebody who have the same thought process as you. Mm-hmm. And when you have the same thought process, a lot of great things can happen. And um, it's no feelings involved with us. One thing about us is whatever is in that room is said, is said in that room. Sure. Okay. And once it's said in that room, we're going to go outside the room and we're going to work to be the best that we can be. And uh, that's some things that uh, people don't realize that that is it a challenge. No, it's not a challenge. It's two, two guys respecting each other, but also the staff respecting each other. Because right. Odell, Odell can be a coordinator. JP's been a coordinator. You know, Woodson can be, everybody can be one, but they're coordinated at their own position. They coordinate the defensive line. They coordinate the, the defensive backs. So our job is to make sure that we all be on the same page and stay focused on the big prize and that's to get the guys to play the best defense they can play. Now, are there some did, – did defensive coordinator Adam Fuller, as the, as the season went on, did, were there any parts of the defenses that you've coordinated in the past that he incorporated into his system, or were there any ideas that uh, – No, we sit down and talk as a staff. You know, like I said, I was an analyst. We talked as a staff, and, and uh, we talked about a lot of different things that we need to implement. Uh, uh, during the season, we've seen our strength and weaknesses. Like I said, we talked about our strength and weaknesses because that was my job last year to find out was our strength and weaknesses as the season went on. And Coach Fuller did a great job of adapting to our strengths as a defense, and we went to that. Now, we, we talked about the strengths of last year's team. And some of those strengths are leaving. Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas, two guys that were foundational to the program, foundational to the defensive success last year. Have you and Coach Fuller talked about the way schematically that you're going to address losing that talent on the edge? Are there some things that you're going to do differently with the personnel that you have? Well, spring football is a time that we're going to go and see what, see what our guys, young men, can do. It's mm-hmm. not schematically we're going to start off and playing in our basic stuff and sure. see who can play and giving guys to play in opportunities. You never know who's going to show up. You got guys that have been at a defensive end here for about three or four years, time for them to step up. Are they going to be Jermaine and Kier? We don't know until that time comes, but they've been right. here long enough. And from that point on, then we'll decide on what we need to get done. It may be a defensive tackle may step up or a defensive tackle get moved to defensive end. It may be um, secondary changes. It's a lot of things plays into spring football that we're kind of excited to see what happens because that's the time that you can evaluate what you're doing, but also evaluate the players. That's the biggest thing, evaluate the players. And once you get a, a hold of what the players can do, then when the fall comes around, you know what you're going to do as a defense. Do you guys do any sort of install other than the base defense in spring, or is it mostly just player evaluation, like you said? 
No, we just install the base stuff. We want to see guys fly around and who can communicate and who can execute. And then you'll find out really what you can do at that particular time. And then you go through the summer, see guys develop. And then the first maybe two weeks of, of camp, you really kind of tone in, okay, who can do what? And then all yeah. of a sudden, that 10 days out, you say, okay, this is what we are as a defense. And that's what you go on. Okay. I've only got a couple more, and I really appreciate your time, Coach. Um, as far as just kind of some logistic stuff, are you going to be on the field? Or are you going to be in the booth? And will you have a role in the defensive play calling next year? We haven't decided on where I'm going to be at on the football field. Okay. The booth, on the, we haven't decided. Either. Okay. Talked. Be on the lookout. Yeah, you got to be on the lookout for that one. We haven't decided on yet. We're just talking about spring football. And uh, we meet every, uh, we meet maybe three times a week, four times a week on just looking at cut-ups from last year and what we can do and where we need to get better. Coach Fuller's going to call the defense. He's going to call the defense just like he did last year. But we had put a game plan together uh, on uh, Mondays. We put a game plan together on what we want to do as a defense. Everybody had their thoughts and things like that. And uh, But he makes the call on game day. Now, Coach, I've only got one more question for you. You're a legitimate Miami Hurricanes legend, right? You look great in the garnet and gold. You look great in the garnet and gold. I don't know if you have any, like, secret IBIS tattoos or anywhere else, but you have gone against Florida State as both player, head coach, defensive coordinator. Out of all the years, who was the toughest knoll that you had to face? Who was the guy you'd wake up in a cold sweat and be like, oh, I got to go up against this guy? Anybody that stand out in mind? As a player? As anything, yeah. As a player, the, the scariest guy, but and we were really good friends, believe it or not, was Sammy Smith. Oh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> he, good, that's was, a tough guy was, to tackle. That's the a big team. guy. Because yeah. me and Sammy knew each other from high He went to Opaka High School. I went to Miami Northern. But we knew each other through the times, and he was probably one of the scariest guys because he was a 6'2", 230, runs a 4'3". And at any point in time, he can change the game. Uh, he was probably one of the most scariest guys as a player. Um, as a coach, uh, when it was uh, Peter Bulwer and Wadsworth were playing defensive end. Oh, God. <laughs> and and that, was, that was pretty rough back then. <laughs> that was tough. So I've, I've seen some things, yes. Coach, if there's one thing that you could leave the fans with about how, like, what should fans take away? What should Florida State fans be looking forward to in terms of their defense for 2022? What should they expect next year? Ex expect improvement from last year. Play with a lot more, a lot of excitement, a lot of emotions. And you're going to see a lot of different guys that names that's going to pop up that are that's going to continue to grow. And uh, looking for the Florida State tradition to get back in, in areas that Florida State defense is a part of. So we're excited as a defense and uh, the coaching staff is excited. The players are excited. But we're looking for some great things ahead. I'm excited. You got me fired up. I'm ready to go. Perry, do you have anything else for uh, Coach Shannon? No, the only thing I had was, Coach, you have coached at multiple spots in the state of Florida. You have interacted with head coaches all across the state. How has that vibed with Coach Norvell's mission to enrich the state of football in Florida? Well, this is a great vibe. Coach, Coach, Coach Norvell wants to take care of home. Home is you put five to six hours away from, from Tallahassee. That leads into Georgia and different parts, but also Florida. And uh, he really, really thrives on keeping guys close to home. And also he feels like the great players are in the, the Georgia, Florida, and Louisiana, Alabama area. That's what he believed in. And uh, we're doing a great job as a staff by his leadership. His leadership has been unbelievable. 
he challenged us each and every day to be the best that we can be as a coaching staff and not just mediocrity. And uh, if you're going to be mediocrity, you know, he's going to let you know that ain't part of what he wants. So you got to be on top of what you want to get done. Thank you, coach. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, coach, I don't have anything more. I thought this was a great insight to both your background, some things that you're doing, what you did last year, what you're going to be doing now. Uh, I'm excited. And uh, we really appreciate your time. Hopefully it's not the last time we talked to you. I had a blast. All right. Great. I had a great, great time also. All right. Good stuff. No, no Peter Bulware nightmares, man. Sleep easy. (laughs) All right. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Uh, You guys take care.